Yeah, you got to clean this thing up. Clean what up? The script. It, it goes clean. on. It goes on for thirty pages of things and notes. You should have like a separate note section. No, no, no. That's all that we're going over today. Nuh-uh. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, and I looked at it yesterday. Except the other day. Except that we did this all this morning. Except for the very end where uh, I talk about Alcibiades. Of course you do. But Scott doesn't want us to talk about non-stamp oh, stuff. Wait a minute. Why is there... Why? Uh, what the... 20 minutes, you say? You, you got... This is... Five, four, three, two, one. Look at them, madam. Have you ever in your entire life seen anything so beautiful? I'm sorry. I don't know anything about stamps. Oh... This is the gentle art of philately, otherwise known as stamp collecting. Here's a pile of stamps carefully culled from swap meets and garage sales. Rupert, what are you thinking of? Oh, I was just thinking of all the years I've wasted collecting stamps. Oh, like stamp collecting. Now, that's all right. That's quite a nice hobby, that. Yes, but it's not enough. Don't you understand? I'm lonely. I'm so terribly lonely. All right, home. You beat those stamp Nazis with good old-fashioned American complaining. Oh, if it weren't for you, we'd be at the mercy of weekend philatelists. You know, why didn't you just say stamp collectors? Because I'm tired of dumbing myself down for you. From Spain and two from Japan. I got a couple from Israel and Azerbaijan. I got a plenty from Poland, but none from Sudan. or from Fiji or Uzbekistan. Stamp collecting happens when we dream together. Live from the post office at beautiful Santa Claus, Indiana, this is Stamp Show Here Today, episode number 153. I'm Cash. I asked my kid to borrow the newspaper. He said, we don't buy newspapers anymore, and he handed me his iPad. That fly didn't know what hit him. That, that. You could hear a pin drop after that one. I mean, we didn't even have crickets. That was so bad. <laughs> even the crickets were speechless. I'm Scott. I'm just shaking my head with Cash's <laughs> comments here. Where, where's Tom? Tom is off watching his kid at a recital. So I hope he's having a good time uh, with, at his Christmas recital with his child. Yay. Hey. And I'm Lloyd, and I have nothing to show or tell. <laughs> <laughs> Lloyd, will you do that again, but you have to talk into the microphone? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, some jokes are only funny once. That's oh, right. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, then why don't you introduce yourself and say that? I'm Lloyd, and the old timers will remember me from a long, long time ago when I didn't say anything then either. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm your stamp mistress, Dawn. It's almost time for that new me, New Year's BS. Or I am not an alcoholic. Alcoholics need a drink, and I already have one. <laughs> no, I don't. Kaz, you're falling down. Mm-hmm. Because he had the alcohol. Obviously. 
If you were an alcoholic, you need to be going to a meeting right now. Mm-hmm. This kind of is. <laughs> yes. No. We apologize to Alcoholics Anonymous. <laughs> it should have been my intro line. Hi, I'm Lloyd. I'm a stampaholic. Oh, there you go. All of you should. Today we discuss cancellations. Are we off the air? Did we get canceled? I didn't even know they could cancel cancel podcasts. Not that kind of cancellation. Oh. Again with the crickets. I know, right? This is going to be the cricket episode. Mm-hmm. No, as Scott requested, we are not discussing backstory. We are discussing stamps. Ah. Yay. Yeah. So, the cancellation is the imprint on the postage stamp that invalidates it against further use. To keep things simple, we'll be saying postmark and cancellation a lot. They both mean the same thing. Do they? No. No. What's the difference? Well, a postmark is usually something applied by the post office. A cancellation could be anything that defaces a stamp, uh, preventing its future use. So what would be an example of a cancellation that's not a postmark? Uh, Manuscript cancellation. I can grab a ballpoint pen and put an X on your stamp. Yeah, but that's invalid. That technically wouldn't invalidate a future use, though. That's a cancellation. It cancels the use of the stamp. Yes, it does. It invalidates. Mm. See it what I'm holding up to the microphone? Yeah, the ugly Christmas card we got with the uh, pen cancel, the red Teletubby stamp on it. Yeah, it, it was canceled by pen. A, post, and, a postmark also usually has information relating to the usage of uh, through the post office, be it uh, a service usage or. Uh, a marking indicating when and where it was canceled or when it when and where it was entered the mail stream or received exited the mail stream lots of di- lots of different things but the postmark is actually a postal Mark. marking oh okay okay off subject uh the stamp did you guys ever see that old japanese monster movie with like the star people yes yeah, that's what it kind of looks like. Looks yep. like one of the star people. Yeah, we talked about that on the last podcast. The uh, it's the red, oh, it's the little kids' storybook about the uh, little African American kid who goes into the snow, and they made the block of four. And I guess it's a good story. Never heard it, but the stamps are, let's say, lacking. And this one has a pen cancel on top of that, mm-hmm. and it's the only one I've seen. I saw some at the post office yesterday. Somebody was buying them. Oh. he did, Whoever bought them didn't send me any. It was uh, a lady that was appeared to be older than I am. Ah. Well, that brings up something totally off the subject that I was going to bring up. The post office, from the duh category, the post office blames the revenue shortfall on a decline of mail volume. They're down 3.6%, and that's 5 billion letters. That's all, though? 5 billion letters. Th- yeah, 3.6%. Mm. 
that doesn't seem like a very big percentage. It doesn't. I, uh, you know, I guess little numbers mean a lot when you're dealing with lots of money. Well, it's a lot easier to do email and e-cards. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you get really cool ones, too, you know, all animated and things with music. And oh, and oh they don't, yeah. And they don't charge you extra postage for these funny, inventive cards. Exactly. Well, I, we got... Not to mention the cost of the card itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, here at PSE, we got eight Christmas cards. So far. So far, yeah. Well, they only have a... Well, there's no guarantee you're going to get it before Christmas. Yeah, that, that's true. <laughs> so... Good point. I mean, you're supposed to spend five to eight bucks on a card, mm. you know, minimum. Unless you get those dollar ni- those ninety nine cent ones. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, it's going to look like that stamp. Yeah. Collecting postmarks can be an endless and frequently inexpensive pursuit. So, Scott, what is cancellation collecting? Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> um. That is, uh, it's kind of an offshoot of stamp collecting, but really what you're focusing on is the cancel, not necessarily the stamp underneath. And a lot of times it has to do with maybe the town or the date or some other kind of information that is contained within the cancellation. And so some of the more common uh, things to collect when you're cancel collecting would be um, names of towns, either something personal related or related to a holiday, uh, dates such as uh, your birthday, maybe uh, every day of the year you were born, um, leap years. That so February twenty ninth only comes by every four years. So uh, a collection of cancellations from February 29th would be uh, something that would be uh, challenging to say the least Mm -hmm. but uh, not impossible and a lot of times you can get these for very few pennies Uh, you can find them on any any letter any scrap of uh, of a cover that, that just happens to have survived I have uh, some uh, first day covers. You're the dragon first day covers. Mm-hmm. And the cancellation is dragons. It's epic. I, I love the cancellations better than I like the stamp. <laughs> yes. And, and pictorial cancellations like that uh, can also uh, be a thing. Absolutely. Yeah, I've got several of those. I love those. Well, that's like uh, the Christmas card that uh, is sitting here. Uh, if you look on the back, the reason why the front of the stamp or the front stamp is postmarked is they ran it backwards oh. and you can see the spray on cancel and it's uh Santa Claus with six of the eight reindeers. It's <laughs> two, two, two of them are missing somewhere and he's flying over a little like a wilderness area. They, they flew off the envelope. Oh, they well, no, if you look, there's a big gap there. There are two missing reindeer. I know. I'm saying they flew off the envelope. Oh, they did. Okay. Or you left him behind. He wouldn't do that. Oh, yeah. Good point. So those would be examples of postmark collecting. Um, A cancel 
would be, like I said, something that invalidates the usage, but is not necessarily uh, indicates what post office it came from. So under under cancels would be fancy cancels, things in different shapes, jack-o'-lanterns or uh, flags or things like that. Santa. Santa. That, that, that would fall into the cancellation part of uh, what we're talking about. Oh, cool. Uh, this is Christmas just passed. So uh, for next year, you can plan ahead because it's too late now. But uh, what are some Christmas? You, you mentioned Christmas towns. Well, obviously, in Dawn's intro, she said Santa Claus, Indiana. So there's mm-hmm. obviously that one. But uh, how about Bethlehem, Pennsylvania? Mm-hmm. And uh, for... Uh, there's Dasher, Georgia, Vixen, Louisiana, Comet, North Carolina, Snowflake, Arizona, Donner, California. Oh, Donner. That's where the Donner Party died. Yeah, that's the Donner Party. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, maybe not so much for uh, reindeer. Don't forget North Pole, Alaska. Uh-huh. And Rudolph, Ohio. So, uh, well, and then there's other Christmas-related things like Noel, Missouri. Well, there's City of Bell also in California. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, there's another Rudolph. There's also a Rudolph in Wisconsin. So Rudolph has two. Let's see, Christmas Cove, Maine. Bell, Florida. Holly, Washington. Garland, Texas. Oh, that's famous. Yeah. Sugarland, Texas. Spiceland, Indiana. I wonder if that's any relation. Faith, Minnesota, Hope, Idaho, and Joy, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. I like North Pole, Alaska. Yeah. <laughs> Mistletoe, Kentucky. <laughs> anyway, we did an internet search on this, and I'll warn you, when you pull this up, there are some websites that just will crash your computer because there's so much stuff on it. Uh, they pull up pictures and everything like that. So, uh, But it, do a search and figure out, where you want it, what you want to do next year, and you can uh, start your own Christmas collection. Yeah, well, we all know that Cash collects chicken Alaska. Oh, yes, of mm-hmm. course. So, I mean, it doesn't have to be holiday-related. It can be any topic, really. Mm-hmm. So, uh, cancels can be a lot of fun. Postmarks can be a lot of fun. And if you make an accident, you can get Accident Maryland. Ooh, Yeah. If you have big arms, you can get big arm Montana. Yeah, if you're cheap, you can go to Coupon, Pennsylvania. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cut and shoot Texas. I want to go there. <laughs> if you're into dogs, there's Dogtown, Alabama. If you're into TV game shows, there's Truth or Consequences, New Mexico. Yeah, yeah. that's an old one. They mm-hmm. didn't they uh, they changed their name or something in order to draw them hot springs yeah and then they changed it to a truth truth their consequences Mm -hmm. yeah i remember watching that as a kid was a town in in montana that changed its name to joe for a while as a publicity stunt joe (laughs) there's unalaska alaska Mm -hmm. that's there's a couple of towns that are named hell Mm -hmm. oh of course are there there's a town in alaska named deadwood and, um, excuse me, Dead Horse. Oh, okay. And, and there are no women there, and there are no trees there. And the town slogan is, 
There's a woman behind every tree. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Lloyd, I know you collect British Commonwealth small town cancels. Yes, I do. Oh, why don't you tell people about that? Tell us a little bit about that. Um, In what? Well, what I really look for, and they're listed in the Gibbons catalog, are uh, foreign usages on British stamps, like C-51, if you see that. It was used in the Danish West Indies. And um, a lot of them, there are almost all of them that are used in foreign lands are uh, begin with a letter rather than a number, but uh, not all of them. But a lot of the C's are used in South America. Uh, G6 is um, from the Levant. What is uh, Hong Kong? I thought that was C. Hong Kong is B32. Oh, B. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. B is one of the B thirty two. B thirty. I don't know. You're kind of, you're kind of <laughs> springing the things on me here. You know. Oh wait, no. There's B thirty two. Is um, Mauritius, I believe. Or B sixty four is Mauritius. I know C seventy two is uh, <laughs> Singapore, because I had an Indian stamp with a C seventy two on it, mm-hmm. and it went for like ten times catalog. Well, they have the uh, the uh, I think it's called the Madras Circle in a. a B-172 is Singapore. 172, okay. 172. 124 is um, Aden. Uh-huh. And uh, that would be, I don't know if they have that on British stamps or not. But, uh, of course, there's a lot of uh, stamps that are used in uh, the Mediterranean. Uh, British, British used in um, Gibraltar mm-hmm. and Malta. So, just... Uh, there's, 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 there's quite a few of them, and they list for ridiculous premiums in the uh, Gibbons catalog, but are not really scarce uh, as far as... So there are some individual ones that are scarce. I found a, a penny red that was used in Greytown, Nicaragua. Wow. You know, but uh, C-51 is actually readily available at a normal price. Don is pointing a... Uh... <laughs> A town name to me, which is, uh, let's say, uh, phallic and inappropriate. Ah, yes. (laughs) Is that the one in Newfoundland? Idaho. Idaho. Oh, yeah. There there are quite a few there. Uh, I can just put a bunch of bleeps on and we can uh, name them all real quick. (laughs) Nah, (laughs) that would take too long. Oh, here. Here's Hell, Michigan. Yeah. Yep. uh, Oil River Colonies. I remember you got a uh, collection of that. Yeah. And uh, there were some really interesting sock on the nose. That's the thing to, uh, when you're collecting cancels. Mm-hmm. You want to get a nice, clean, clear cancel, especially if it has like the name of a city in it, like yeah. Cannonball, North Dakota. You want to make sure it says Cannonball, that the cancel fits all on the stamp because if it's just, you know, like, the double L at the end, everybody goes, eh, who cares? Well, that's that's another thing. You collect socked on the nose cancels. Yep. Because uh, a lot of times the machine cancels are small enough to fit on even a regular definitive size stamp. Uh, you can get the whole thing on there. Sugar. <laughs> uh, sugar blank, uh, I think... Uh, Mel Gibson Gibson. was from there. It might have been. (laughs) What is it? Sugar blank, Texas? South Carolina. Oh, South Carolina. Sugar 
word uh, we shouldn't say South Carolina. Lazy Lady Island, Vermont. Ding Dong, Texas. I want to live in Dragonville, Virginia. Ah. Well, there's an enclave in Minnesota called Castle Danger. <laughs> it has breweries and hotels. Which, which one are you pointing at and laughing? Next to Chimney. Well, we can say that. that <laughs> obviously, we have now entertained. What is that? Bo- booger hole where? <laughs> booger <freaking> hollow. <laughs> huh? There's a booger hollow in Arkansas. No, there's a booger hole. In West Virginia. In West Virginia. <laughs> How would you like the... Where do you live, booger hole? Well, we've obviously entertained Dawn this time. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well, some, of, some of these are kind of... I'm 12 you know, right some, now. Some of them are kind of funny and kind of a little risque. Oh, he, well, here's one for uh, Valentine's Day, Valentine, Nebraska. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Loveland, Texas. Mm-hmm. Some are uh, rather um, interesting. Nada. Nada, Texas. <laughs> so what, what are you wanted to also talk about event cancels. Well, and, yeah, I mean. And event covers, you know, are really just. But well, a event piece covers, of paper holding the cancel. Event covers have more to do with a cachet than with a cancel, really. Oh, I disagree. I think that uh, both of them go together. But even if you don't have a ca- uh, cachet, sometimes. But I think I think the cachets are a lot more common. Yeah. That, than uh, uh, event cancels. Well, until 1922, would you say there weren't very many cachets? No, no, but. Uh, I do know that Linz has a feature every every week that they uh, they list special cancels that were applied for, and a lot of times uh, stamp shows and things like that will apply for a special cancellation. Mm-hmm. And the only way to get the cancellation, obviously, would be to go to the stamp show. Yeah. So sometimes. Sometimes those are collectible. I mean, if you want to collect stamp show cancellations, there's quite a few of those. But when you have cancellations that commemorate things other than stamp shows, those are a lot harder to find sometimes. Well, a lot of times, too, for the stamp shows, they are in conjunction with a first day. So I've seen a lot of first day stamp show cancels. Well, I mean, I like to collect U.S. Navy cancels. Mm -hmm. Uh, Oh, yeah. I, I prefer... Obviously, I, I like to have, the, you know, their ship cancels. Yep. And uh, I like to have the ones from the 30s and 40s. Um, just during that wartime when, when people weren't making the covers, uh, a lot of the covers were made for holidays and things like that. Sometimes it was pulling into a port. Sometimes, uh, and so they're, they're a lot more available than they are now. Mm-hmm. Now you have to basically find somebody who was on the ship and uh, wrote a letter home. Yeah. But the ships now have email, so a lot of them are really hard to find. Well, speaking about ships, uh, one, there is a first day cancel, and actually Linz had this inside of their uh, magazine. Uh, The Halifax. uh, In Halifax, Nova Scotia, there was a giant explosion during World War I. And uh, by giant, it, it killed almost 2,000 people, wounded like 1,600 more. It caused a tsunami. It 
destroyed about 9,000 buildings. You know, just this huge, huge explosion. And as a matter of fact, after the Halifax explosion, they uh, measured bomb blasts by the strength of the Halifax explosion. Like when they lit off the first bomb on Hiroshima, they said that was the equivalent of seven Halifax explosions. So it was sort of like the kiloton thing. Anyway, they, they just came out with a Halifax uh, stamp in Canada, a uh, 100-year anniversary of the disaster. And there was a big thing about whether they should actually commemorate it and whether they should have the cancels. And people in Halifax were complaining because, you know, it was, you know, in poor taste. And uh, also, you know, other people were saying, you know, should we really be commemorating disasters with these stamps and these first day ceremonies and these postmarks. So I thought that was kind of an interesting aside. Anything else? Any other cancels? Let's see. We did first days. We did fancies. We did Christmas city dates. names. Dates. Oh, dates. That's a good one. Uh, February 29th is obviously a hard one. Yeah. February 14th would be Valentine's Day. Yeah. Obviously New Year's Day, Christmas Day. Well, Christmas is interesting because of July. Uh, before, say, the 1920s, the post office was generally open every single day. Yeah. So you could get a Christmas cancel even if Christmas landed well, on a Sunday. Today, it's very difficult to get Christmas cancels because even if Christmas is on a weekday, the post office is closed that day. Right. So it's hard to get December 25th cancels. And uh, only when the post office does a special event. And I have a funny feeling, you know, they cancel them like on the 24th. <laughs> and then I'll go home. But Well, it's like the first day covers you get today. You have 90 days in some mm. cases to send in your covers for first day cancels. I was yeah. like, what's the point in that? Yeah, that's a rip. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, any other special? Of course, people collect their birthday, but that varies so well, like uh, I said, like I said, doing a calendar, yeah, pick a year and find a cancel for with each day of the year. Well, I collect number elevens, and that's actually a fairly uh, common thing to find people in the nineteen twenties, nineteen thirties, because U.S. number eleven was so inexpensive. They said, "What are we going to do with it?" Yeah, they go, "We'll make cancels. That'll get rid of three hundred and sixty-six of them." <laughs> as long as you pick a year with a leap year, uh, yeah, leap day. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so events, uh, Lloyd went over numeral cancels. Um, there was an interesting book about uh, British numeral cancels, but that's we'll discuss that some other day. The uh, Maltese crosses. I never realized there were different Maltese crosses. Um, that's it. Anything else? Uh, well, I guess we just wish everybody a uh, happy, happy new, new year. year. Stamp show here today. Stamp show here today. Stamp collecting happens when we dream together. And now for Cash's corrections. Following up again, Dan Hare uh, from Facebook. Uh, last 
Last podcast, we said the registered voter stamp doesn't have uh, the name of the United States on it. Well, you look about 50 stamps earlier, and there's another one, another five-cent stamp. With a flag on it. With a flag and the White House and nothing else. And it also does not have a United States or U.S. postage moniker on it. So there's two stamps in the United States that don't have the name on it. Also, he brought up uh, Boys Town issued Christmas stamps with themes on them. Yes, we are aware of that, but those are not Christmas seals. So thank you very much for your uh, Facebook. Uh, Everybody send those to us. Uh, There's one other thing. We haven't done a Jenny update in a long time, but supposedly there were 30 of them left in St. Louis that were not released into the wild. And some point, they re- uh, they gave three of them away, and then everybody started yelling and screaming. So they went in and inventoried them, and there were 22 of them on the shelf. So my math isn't that good, but 22 plus 3 is 25. That so means that there's missing? five of them missing somewhere. Hmm. So that's a uh, dun-dun-dun. So, peter out or end abruptly? We always end abruptly. Okay. Thank you for joining us. This has been Cash, Scott, Tom, and I'm your host, Dawn. Continue the conversation at Stamp Show Here Today on Facebook. You can ask us questions, see pictures of the stamps, make comments, and add to the conversation on Facebook. You can also ask the experts your stamp questions at bluepaper at gradingmatters.com. You can listen to all of our past podcasts at stampshowheretoday.com, podbean.com, iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast listening platform. And as always, keep collecting. This episode of Stamp Show Here Today is brought to you by the Philatelic Book of Secrets. The book that teaches you about repurse, regums, color varieties, and much more. Get yours for $10 at www.philatelicsecrets.com today. Worst episode ever. Oh, not even close. Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Wait, wait, get this started, get this started. It's right, it's right, it's right, terrible. Oh my, get out of the way, please. It's running, bursting into flames, and, and it's falling on the morning fast, and all the folks would see that this is terrible. This is the one of the worst catastrophes in the world. Still, it's just like, like, four or five hundred feet into the... Let me have your ducky. Oh my God, who the hell cares?
together.